I think the version of the word secret, but sneaky. Do you understand what I'm saying? Welcome to Dunstan Checks, man. This is the show where we watch uh, Dunstan, the 1996 Abe film, Dunstan Checks in minute by minute. And we pair each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Emily Monkeytown. I'm Lord Andrew. And today we're talking about Minute 42, which you paired with... The Great Muppet Caper. Please, everyone hold your place. <laughs> yeah, we are recording this in front of a live studio audience yeah, today. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about that when we yeah when, we when get, it's time to talk when about get that. To that point. Minute forty-two. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yes, as our previous guest Cheryl pointed out, it yeah. should have been paired with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Which we've been talking about a lot in the Discord. That's true. There's been a lot of Douglas Adams chat in the Discord. There's a Dunstan Checks in Dunstan Checks Min Discord. Y'all should join it. It's what are we at? Ninety four channels now? Ninety three? Oh, I think you added the most recent channels. I which thought you added the most recent channels. Mm, you added books. Didn't you that's, add something that's after where Douglas books? Adams is going. No, I don't think so. I could have sworn you added something after books. Oh, I you added the selfie channel, which was before books, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the link to that is on our Twitter. Uh, it's pinned on our Twitter thing, so you can find it real easy to get on onto that Discord. Uh, and then when you're in there, you can find what you want to talk about real easy with our beautiful 94 maybe channels. Yeah, over 90 channels. I think that's that's yeah, a good over way 90 to say is it. a safe bet. Uh, 91. Yeah, I thought we had more than that. Well, I think there's some cooking. Let's I, just put I, it that well, way. Well, that's true. There you definitely have one in the works. I've got one in the works. I'm yeah. just workshopping a title. Uh-huh. I think there's one that I've been holding on to, and I just didn't feel the need yet. Yeah. Uh, that was how the selfie channel was born. Do you have the need for speed? How are you feeling on that? Uh, I haven't seen the film or played the games, unless it's one of those arcade games. You play, you've seen the film. I haven't seen Need for Speed. You've got a Need for Speed, and you watched Speed. We did it on the podcast. No, well, I haven't. Ah! Need... <laughs> Audience is on my side. Yeah, on that we, one. we did. We did watch Speed. I'm saying there is. Isn't there a film called Need for Speed yeah, starring, starring Aaron, Aaron Paul? Paul yeah. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coke. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's a... I'm gonna actually. I I got Jinx, you owe me a coke by Casey last night. So I'm just gonna defer. <laughs> I'm gonna defer my debt to you now that you owe me a coke. <laughs> oh you God. you now owe Casey a coke. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, what in the hell were we trying to say? Need for speed. Oh yeah, so join the Discord. That's all that's all we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Douglas if you, if you want this kind of bullshit, but in text form, yeah. the Discord's a great place. And for with us. other people. Yeah. Other good people. Yeah. Uh oh, there's great people in the Discord. Yeah. Someone? <laughs> Someone number two? <laughs> Someone number two? <laughs> hey Rivera, being awake? Viv? All the hits. Come on. Robbie the lightsaber owner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh all right. So Robbie the lightsaber. Is that, is that what his name is right now? Is it? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Um, Apologies to anyone in the Discord who didn't get a shout out. Him? That's how this minute starts. Oh. <laughs> because that's uh, Mrs. Dubrow. I thought you were just talking about Powerpuff Girls. No. I wish we could, though. Yeah. <laughs> Did they do a Powerpuff Girls movie ever? Yes. I don't think in theaters. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, Nucky has just snuggled up right to my side, and on a hot day like this, it's not necessarily welcome. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand dogs. My dog will sometimes seek out the sun, even though it's hot in the house. Yeah. I don't get that. Dogs like the sun. They like to lay in the direct heat yeah. and just absorb it. They're like lizards sometimes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Dogs are in the lizard family. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people don't realize. People don't talk about that enough. <laughs> 
Mrs. Dubrow, doop 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 brow. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> eating my lunch. <laughs> I was hoping you'd jump in. <laughs> uh, uh, at the end of the last minute, she had started a sentence, and so she finished it. You've met him. Yeah. Uh, and then this is where uh, Mr. Grant has to cover his ass. Yeah. Mr. Grant does some mumbling big time. Yeah. He said, oh, well, we uh, passed in the hall. Yeah. That's that's the first thing he says. He's very mumbled and muffled and quiet. Yeah. And he, he's it's this classic. This is classic loser acting from Jason Alexander. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Mr. Brown asks, what did he say? Mm-hmm. Right, she comes around the luggage at this point now. Yeah. So now the secrecy. Just, this is just out in the open. Yeah, the spy business is done. Yeah, she's still in her noir spy outfit. Yeah, but she's 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 done with that. You really you really take your time with that word, huh? Which one? <laughs> noir. <laughs> noir. If this was uh, if this was it's alive with Brad Leone, a little uh, a little uh, a little pop up would come on the screen that says. N E W dash A R R. I don't understand half of that reference. <laughs> There's people out there that get me. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she says, "What did he say?" And he sa- he starts to say, "It's like he's gonna re- he's gonna just full on say the truth." Yes. He says the champagne. Yeah. And then he stops himself. Yep. And this is again classic loser acting. Yes. It's where oh you got to fumble the words, you got to start saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Turn it around. He says the champagne with an obvious lie. Yeah, so with an obvious, obvious lie. So ob- obvious. Obvious. So no, I now we don't say the V. We, oh, we, we did. didn't now say we the def- B for so many years. Now we just say now the, we don't say now the, it's v. the B's turn. Yeah, so it's an obvious lie. Yeah, obvious lie. Um, that's champ- that's uh, that's uh, me. I don't know. I don't have the I don't have the full joke yet. So this is just like kind of a placeholder version. Is like me coming into room. Now it's the B's turn. Like there's gonna there's more to it. There's, That's good it, me, it, it needs a better scenario. That's just like the placeholder scenario. <laughs> it's the beast. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the champagne that we are the champagne of hotels. Yeah. Now this. Now what happened here is that Mr. Rutledge is confused and he stepped outside and instead of realizing that it was the streets of New York City, he thought he was in the champagne region of France. Yes. <laughs> but he. It's. It's just the sparkling wine of hotels yeah exactly because it's not because it's in new york it's in new york um so uh then mrs dubrow is pleased with this thank you (laughs) and and she says well yeah mrs dubrow just dumb as hell in this moment she says that bodes well for you doesn't it yeah and mr grant just is kind of like a strained smile she walks away now he has the information that it's wrong but he has the information that lord rutledge is the lamon spy yeah so now he's going to start trying to suck up to Lord Rutledge. Yeah. Um, so now we cut to a different scene. Mm-hmm. Right. So we were in the lobby there before. Now yeah. we're up in some hallway. Yeah. An upper floor. I don't know if we. Classic got... Dunstan checks in. Some hallway. <laughs> some hallway. Classic setting. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't actually know what floor it, it's supposed to be because you could presume it's. See, that's the thing. The last time that we saw Dunstan and Kyle, they were. In a sub basement, yeah. In a secret lair, yeah. Right, but yeah. now they're up in a higher area. Why? What? You know, they took an elevator. But but why? I don't know. Because Kyle didn't think Dunstan was safe there. I mean, we have both forgotten because it's been a long time since we watched the full movie, and it's mm-hmm. not good, so it doesn't stick in your memory. Mm-hmm. Presumably, they're. I God, I hope this is leading to somewhere. Well, I think this is. I do know at some point Kyle houses Dunstan in a room that was meant to be 
checked into but wasn't but wasn't or something yeah so this that this leads to the titular dunstan checking it mm. he stays in a hotel room the the, the event occurs that the title Fuck promises you. let me ask you this yeah you happen upon a lamp okay give it a good rub yeah genie come out oh okay Unlike, what if i just like rubbing lamps i mean yeah. what if that was a personality trait that i had I mean, it's always a good idea to rub a lamp just in case. But what if, like, the genie comes out and I'm like, oh, what a... You just wish for more lamps to rub? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, I never expected this to happen. Yeah. I'm not rubbing it because I want a genie. I rub it because I like rubbing lamps. That's fine. Okay. That's irrelevant to the scenario. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted to put that character in the universe. Okay, so okay. that... Okay. <laughs> genie pop out. Yeah. How... But unlike a conventional genie... But wait, am I scared? No. Okay. You said he popped out. He did. Like a jack-in-the-box. You may be like, Those you, may be, be scary. like you may be are startled for a moment, okay. but you regain your composure rather quickly. Okay, okay. Genie pop out. Yeah. You get startled. Regain yeah. composure. Good. And then the genie says, he tells you how many wishes you have. Okay. And it doesn't, maybe it is three, but it yeah. doesn't have to be three. Okay. Because what I'm asking you is, mm. now, we're, now, okay, so now we've established this scenario. Yeah. And now we need to step, tap, step, tap a step. Yeah. We need to tap a step. Yeah. <laughs> outside of the scenario. Okay. To address it on a meta level. Okay, so now we're th- now we're two we're two executives watching it on a screen, That's and correct. we're going, okay, now what's going on here? Well, I still need you to be able to imagine that you would be the one in it, though. Okay, I still need you to empathize. Okay, okay. How many wishes would you need to have mm-hmm. before you would burn one on making this a good movie? <laughs> My initial thought was one hundred. Sure, but then I thought. No. Yeah, even with 100, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste one. I, I would wish that I wasn't doing this podcast before I wished it was a good movie. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it would have to be a pretty high number. Right. Because I think the changes that we would have to make to this movie to make it good. I think the genie can handle that. Well, no, I know the genie. I think that's within the it. scope of the genie to just say, "I wish Dunstan Checks Men was a good movie," and I did say Dunstan Checks Men again. <laughs> yeah. I would also wish that it was called, called Dunstan Checks Men. It would make it easier for us. <laughs> yeah, it would. It really would. <laughs> uh, you know what's fun to yeah. me? Hmm. We have this struggle, and I say we. I feel like it's more me than you, but I feel like you've done it a few times, mm. where we keep calling the movie Dunstan Checks Men by mistake. Yeah. And yet, people outside of this podcast, mm-hmm. the rest of the world, they have the mistake where they call the podcast Dunstan Checks In. I think, or just like the Dunstan Minute or something. Yeah, they, I think more people outside of it call it Dunstan Checks Minute. Oh, Minute. That's what it is. Uh, and I think that's because initially when we were discussing and telling other people about it, that was the idea. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it, it, I, I can't remember if it was it was a bit that you didn't like <laughs> and then you did or a bit that I didn't like and then I did. Yeah. It, it, was, tur- it turned it around. It was definitely one where one of us came up with it. The other one hated it. Yeah. And then it grew on the other one. Well, it was like a week later and it was like... It, it was like, okay, what are we going to call it? And that was what we decided <laughs> on just unanimously. It yeah. was insane. Uh, yeah, it's it's a – this movie's hard to hold in your brain. Yeah, it really is. Because uh, it doesn't really follow any rules of it's just, It's a real – it's <laughs> just, a, it's just a Jenga tower, this movie. Yeah. It's a Jenga tower about to explode. That's what happens mm. to Jenga towers, right? Yeah, they yeah. did pass a law that all Jenga towers must explode now. Do you think there's like some high stakes version of Jenga where there's a detonator hidden inside the tower? I will tell you that I was given as a gift once a Jenga game that is explicitly a bomb. Like it oh, will go off. Interesting. I don't know what that means because I never played it. Were you too scared? 
Uh, I just never have people to play games with. Mm, that's sad. You're a sad person. You ever? <laughs> <laughs> you ever? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd like to retract that statement. I grew up an only child, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know. Do you feel, as someone who has siblings, but they were significantly older than you? Mm-hmm. Do you feel you got the best of both worlds or the worst of both worlds? Re siblings. I think I got the best of both worlds. Okay. Because uh, I th- I think I have a lot of only child traits where people think I'm an only child. Yeah. Uh, and I I had that I had a really good run of the house. <laughs> yeah. You know when you don't have a sibling in the house. Yeah. You run the house. <laughs> sure. Uh, but then it's also nice because like I have sisters that I love. Yeah. And then they have like kid. They they're all girls. I have nieces. Yeah. I I always wanted a nephew. Yeah. Because I also think I had I always wanted a brother. Sure. Because I have only sisters, mm-hmm. sisters and nieces. Yeah. But it's just nice. It's just nice having, because then now my nieces are like younger than me, but not so much that it's like, oh, you got to take care of the baby. Your niece is like three years younger than me. I have one that's like that. five years younger. Yeah. And then another one that um, just graduated high school mm. and another one that just started high school. You ever think about people who have nieces and nephews and, you know, others that are older than them? Yeah. That's, that's. I'm aware of this. What a time. Yeah. I think I know people like I, like I think my that th- this has occurred in my girlfriend's family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because she also has her mom, her mom is the youngest, and her sisters are all or her siblings are all like, twenty years older. Than oh her. wow. Yeah. So it's all everything's all jumbled there. Yeah. That's a Jenga of a family. I feel like that's the way to do. If you're gonna have more than one kids, that's the way to do it. Wait twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> one child every twenty years. Yeah, one child at a time. Yeah, I guess. To use a to use an offensive term, um, the opposite of Irish twins. Have you heard the Have you heard the term Irish twins? I think I have because I think that's what they refer within my girlfriend's family because because they were it was like um, she was she and her twin sister were born and then her the next sister down was born like nine months later. But that's classic Irish twin. Yeah. Uh, apologies to the Irish community for the use of I that didn't term. Mean, I, I had forgotten that term until you had said it, and I, you that's know what? where I'm like, oh, of course. I'll use the, I would argue, less offensive one. Listen, we, you you are against all religion in general. I'm against specific organizations, but I think we can both shake hands and agree on mm. fuck the Catholic Church. Yeah. So let's use the term Catholic twins. Okay. Because I've also heard that before. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, oh my god, we we went on our journey here. Yeah, we did. I don't even know how to bring us back. I'm in I'm in I'm in curious mode today. I don't know why. Okay. You and George. Okay. I'm gonna. I have to end the podcast now. <laughs> George, who is a monkey? Yeah. Not an ape. Well. <laughs> yeah. Does George have a tail? I think so. Okay, that would that would make him a monkey. Oh. The thing is, George looked like a chimp. I thought George was very small. He's like George is like Schul- George is like capuchin monkey style. I don't agree with that assessment. I thought George was a baby chimpanzee. I first of all, I never read Curious George. Now or now or did I? And I never saw the feature film with George Farrell. Will with Farrell. George Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Will Farrell and his father George. I'll tell you, my only experience with Curious George really is mm. the trailer to the will ferrell film yeah i'm looking at curious george right now and i do not see a tail that to me puts him in more an ape category could have sworn there's there's a there's a, a straight to dvd sequel of curious george where he's hanging by his tail on something i mean I, I don't know what to tell you i'm looking at pictures of curious george right now there's one where he is a chair he is a chair yeah okay oh he's a chair yeah um 
Yeah, he is. He, you are more correct about his size, though. I will okay. Say. I, I, I think he, I, I stand by my assessment that he is a baby chimpanzee. That makes him, and, in my mind, cuter. And therefore an ape. Okay. That's why he's so curious. I guess chimps are curious. I mean, no, babies, I mean. Oh. <laughs> Do you classify babies as curious? Yes. Do you not? <laughs> no. I think babies are just like. The book features a chimp named George. Okay. This is according to Wikipedia. Well, do they cite their source? Um, nope. Yeah. Because <laughs> the man in the yellow hat, does he ever get even like a name? Bill. Is he a bad man? Why is he a bad man? I well, mean, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he probably stole this baby chimp from a family. The book features a chimp named George who brought him home, brought <laughs> who is brought from his home in Africa by the man in the yellow hat and his best friend to live with him in a giant city. That is a plot synopsis according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Probably in the in that movie version, it's like George's parents were killed. George's parents were killed, yeah. Killed I doubted his name was George. That's why I had to restart that sentence because I thought, did I just say <laughs> just the wrong ass name? Just, <laughs> I just, just, just for some reason call him instead of he, he's curious Bill instead of curious George. I don't know. You know what's weird about the man with the yellow hat? What? He wear all yellow. Yeah. That's more distinctive than just the hat. I think. Hmm. Just I wonder if there's plot points where George steal hat. Okay. That's why the hat is so important. Could be. Uh, I, I, you know what I just had in my brain? Uh, he looked like banana. Yeah, that's. I think that's why George <laughs> like him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I just had a thought that they, they should, if they haven't already, for one of these straight to DVD Curious George sequels, do like they did for Snoopy mm-hmm. in the uh, Charlie Brown specials. Make him fight the Red Baron. First that, <laughs> but then also that he should have family members who all kind of look like George. But oh, are, that's have different great. That, I mean, that's also Scooby Doo. That's also Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, did Snoopy fight the Red Baron or was Snoopy the Red Baron? No, he fights the Red Baron. Okay, good. Of course he fights the Red Baron. Good. Snoopy Snoopy kills fascists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not Spirit Farm should work on that merch. Yeah, they really should. <laughs> they would really sell, I think. <laughs> All right. Kyle's pushing a room service cart. Mm-hmm. It has been used, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the cover on it. Do you think... If you, oh, I'm sorry that I'm so distracted with tangents. No, it's today. fine. <laughs> this makes it more fun. Do you think it would be effective to? It wouldn't be cheaper. I understand this. Okay. But if you were just trying to get something over on someone, mm-hmm. do you think it would be possible to parachute into a theme park to avoid paying? Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna see you. Par- I mean, maybe not parachute. Maybe you have to use one of those gliding suits like Will Smith uses in the trailer for that movie about where he turns into a bird. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Maybe you have to use one of those because I think but, you do have to land quickly. Yes. Because as long as you can, as long as you can arrange it so they're not waiting for you when you land, then really all you have to do is get somewhere and change before they find you. Yes. There is some. Hmm. There's some curiosities here. I've also thought about catapulting into a theme. Okay, so you're. I I think you don't want to say Disneyland. Well, honestly, I don't want to say Disneyland. My first thought was Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. But Knott's Berry Farm is like 20 bucks to get in. I know. That's why I think a catapult may be a more effective option for Knott's Berry Farm. Also, like, I think if you did that, they just think you were part of the show. <laughs> like, Knott's Berry Farm is so, like, Loosey chill. Goosey. Yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah. I, I get- don't believe this is true anymore. My parents did tell me that many years ago when they worked at Knott's Berry Farm, oh. there was a door on the outside that people just assumed was a fake door because it looked like a real a fake door. But you could just straight up walk into Knott's Berry Farm through that door. I mean, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I fully believe that. Yeah. 
I also think Knott's Berry Farm is, is like in the style where like they have just like chain link fences somewhere that you could just get Climb. through. Yeah. There, I, I don't agree with that. Really? There's like they're tall wooden fences. I don't know. I've seen I've 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 walked through parts. I've seen things. There's there's stuff there. Yeah, that, I would only say that wouldn't work at Disneyland because um within the park to use like if you were going to do like a fast pass, you need a ticket. Mm. That's the that's the one thing and like to do Disneyland without a fast pass is kind of hard. Is there a market for counterfeit Disneyland tickets? Probably. Uh, you never saw the Florida project. Nope. Yeah, don't know what that is. Uh, there's there's a scene. So the Florida Project is set in Florida, sure, near the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a scene where they there is a woman who is selling. Um, they're not even tickets. They're 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 like these fancy wristbands that they use only in Florida, mm. and she's selling them, and they they're used, and she's claiming that they're not. Oh. And so yeah, there's totally a market for like inauthentic <laughs> tickets. Well, that's more like scalping in a weird way. Yes, yes. What about tunneling into a theme park? Yeah, that one definitely would work. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so they're in the hall. They're in a hall. Mm-hmm. Kyle pushing a used room service cart. Yes. Is this why you asked? Because Dunson's hiding under the cart, so you're thinking of ways to sneak into things. Absolutely not. Okay. I, I appreciate Great. that you you give me that much credit. Uh, so. He's pushing a room service cart with Dunstan underneath. We revealed that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And it is a used room service cart. Uh, but they don't have the little cover over the eaten food, which I think is a little odd. Because we did see in the opening credits that they do the little fancy cover thing. That's only for certain foods, I feel. Mm, I think it's for anything that's traveling. Because you don't want don't an know. open food traveling through the whole ho- whole hotel. The whole hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole hotel opening soon. Yeah. Um, a whole hotel. It's a hotel in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. It's like that one, uh, which, hey, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yep. I've seen that shit before in a little movie called Star Wars Episode Three. When Batman in that big hole. Yeah. There's a city like that in Star Wars Episode Three. There's a city like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Obi-Wan, where Orbi, that's where Orbi-Wan is when Order 66 gets ordered. Oh. Because that, I mean, I think that also comes from the comics. I can't remember exactly which comic. I don't read but comics. There's a, there's a, Bane has to crawl out of a hole. I don't, I don't care. That's the whole thing. I don't care. That's the whole thing in that movie, which is such the dumbest reveal ever, that it's not Bane as a child crawling out of the hole. It's uh, Miss Mean Lady. Yeah. This is a bad movie. It's pretty bad. You want me to make a further controversial statement? You're going to say The Dark Knight is bad as the well. The Dark Knight is also bad. <sighs> <laughs> troubles me it has lessened in my in my years yeah <laughs> it really has <laughs> uh it's i still hold a spot for it that's all you know who fully hardcore defends it who little a little lady known as casey forehand good <laughs> fighting the good fight <laughs> all right uh the room service cart yeah kyle says almost there mm-hmm. he's talking to dunston yeah uh we pass by an un- unseen passerby says hey kyle yeah. Kyle does a very attempt at inconspicuous hi. Yeah, he's trying to seem cool. Yeah, he's like, hi. Like, uh, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's really struggling. <laughs> yeah, he really struggles with yeah. it. Um, now, this, I think, shows Kyle does help at the hotel because clearly he's pushing this cart. And it's not by seen who knows as him. out of, yeah. Yeah, the guy's not like, hey, why are you pushing that cart, Kyle? Yeah. He's like, hey, Kyle. Cool. Thanks for helping. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, so we we do see Dunstan under the cart reaches up 
Yeah. Through the there's a curtain around the uh-huh. cart, uh-huh. the classic uh-huh. style. Yeah. Reaches up, grabs whatever the food is there. What do you think the food is? Yeah, let's talk about what we think that food is. Because <laughs> this is is this breakfast? Because there's mm-hmm. two. Well, I'll tell you what this food looks like. Mimosa to me. glasses. There's this food looks like one of two things to me. Yes. And as a recent video on polygon.com slash YouTube illustrated, these two foods can look similar. It looked like either fruitcake or meatloaf to me. Oh. Yeah. Because honestly, to me, it looks like a kind of a sandwich. Oh, interesting. A compressed sandwich, perhaps tuna, perhaps chicken salad. I did not see that at all. I'm going to try to take a, a snother peek. Yeah. We're, we have the minute looping in the background just yeah. for funsies. You, you've, you've missed the moment yeah. there. Oh, I can see that being a sandwich. Yeah, and then there, it looks like there's maybe fruit on the side. I'll so say, here's what I'll say. Yeah, if it on. is a sandwich, that does not look like a good sandwich. It looks like mm. a vending machine sandwich. Oh, yeah. It does not look like the quality that I would expect from a, a five-star hotel. Well, because it's perfectly cubed. Yes. I, I And is that, you know, did someone even take a bite out of that? It's so weird that it is so perfectly cubed. Yeah. Yeah. And there are two glasses one of which looks like it has a yellow orange liquid in it yeah there's also like a cop like a either coffee or tea cup mm-hmm. and well. an uneaten salad or perhaps the presentation for fruit yeah or perhaps a presentation for something else and a flower and a flower yeah now we've described everything and now i'm hungry because i haven't <laughs> eaten today oh no i was up until 1 a.m last night watching star wars episode 3 revenge of the sith and so i woke up at like here's what happened I woke yeah. up at 8, mm-hmm. and I was like, Andrew's going to be here at 10. I better get hustling if I'm going to like walk knocking and clean up and eat a food before then. And instead, what happened was I watched 100 Vines in my bed. <laughs> wow. Sometimes you see one of those Twitter threads that's just like a bunch of good yes. Vines. I watched the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do, does one stick out? Is there a favorite, or is it just a blur now? Uh, I, mean, there were, I mean, there were a lot of the old classics in there. I could have dropped again at Krispy Kreme. No, that was not in there. Okay, I could have dropped my croissant. That's of course a great one. Wow, I don't, I don't know that one. You don't know that one? No. Uh, someone is like hiding in the stairs as someone else is coming around the corner with food. The person hiding yells to scare the person, and then the person holding holding the food goes, "Ah! Don't do that! I could have dropped my croissant." It's <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Wow, that's that's good. a classic vine. Um, well, Dunstan doesn't drop this mystery food. He puts oh, it right in wait, his gum. Wait, can, can I tell you a, a, a vine revelation? Sure. You see the famous vine where someone does a, they're at like a skate park and someone does something cool on a razor, razor scooter and then a kid says, that was legitness. No. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, for the first time ever watching that vine, I actually paid attention to the uh, the scooter trick. And mm. you know what I got to say? That was legitness. <laughs> I agree with that kid. This is a cool oh trick. <laughs> um, do do you think we'll ever will will we we too mm-hmm. get into TikTok to feed uh, oh, this I'm, vine? I'm into TikTok. Yeah, I, I'm there already, baby. I downloaded it and I watched some, but I I don't feel the need to go back so often. Sure. Yeah. The thing about TikTok is that it, on paper, it is a better app than Vine. Yeah. But as with many things. On paper does not always translate to to real life. I would mm. I would I would describe it as ninety percent as good as fine, mm. which is hey still pretty good. Is it, a big thing at TikTok is that you you can lip sync and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that's and that listen that was the thing people were doing on Vine. They just had to do it aftermarket, you know, <laughs> aftermarket. So Dunstan's eating the food. Dunstan is eating the food. 
and uh, Kyle, I think he says get back in there. Can I tell you, though? Yeah. I could go for a vending machine sandwich right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Okay. Sometimes you like a vending machine sandwich. So you mean just like a little too moist? Yeah. That's what I, that's what I feel. That vending machine sandwiches are soft They're in a way that soft. other sandwiches are not. Very soft. And, all, and the ingredients just sort of blend together in a way that... Mm-hmm. It's not technically good, but sometimes yeah, sometimes it, it's good. There's a turkey bread mesh that occurs. Yeah. And I I don't like it. I mm. But I did used to work at a place where I had easy access to them and sometimes you had to eat it and it was good when you were hungry. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is when you're hungry, it satisfies. Yeah. This is true. Uh I think Kyle says get back in there. Did is that did that track? He does. Okay. That's correct. That tracks with me. Uh so then he says get back in there, it's worth noting, after Dunstan has already gotten back in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, who should show up? But our old nemesis. Yeah. Lord, Lord Rutledge. He stops the cart. Yeah. Stands right in front of it, stops it, and he says, ah, what have we here? He does a thing, too, where he looks around and he makes his cane Well, that's coming around. up right now. Yeah. And that's it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, he, he walks around the room service cart. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of turns his head away from the cart, as well as turning the head of his cane away. Yeah. And then turns them both, his head and the cane back dramatically. Yes. And at this point, I'd like to talk about the Great Muppet Caper. Hell yeah. Uh, do you remember what year it's from? 78? 79, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I doubted myself. It I was could thinking, be 76 even. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a 70s film. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. Which kind of shocked me. This is a film that I watched a lot in my childhood. Oh, we... Oh, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> I put in The Great Mup. Yeah, The Great Mup. And you know how the little suggestions will come up? And you got The Great and Powerful Oz? Let me tell you what a fucking dumbass IMDb is right now. Yeah. The Great Mup is in there, and you know what the first three results are? The Great hmm. Mouse Detective. Hey, good. that's a good film, too. The Great Mystical Circus. Okay, I don't know what the hell that is. The Great Manhunt, The Great Man, The Great McGinty, The Great Magician, and The Great McGonagall. Okay. Wait, where's my? Where are the Muppets at? It was eighty one. Oh, movie. okay. I thought it was, it was a seventies. It was not a seventies movie. So I watched this a ton in my childhood. The, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement right at the beginning. Yeah. This is the best Muppet movie. Yes. 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 <laughs> For a long time, I thought it was Muppets Christmas Carol. Sure. Because that's you got you got a I can't remember his name. I that great old British man. Haven't seen. Muppet Christmas Carol. Ooh. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, b- uh, uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That man. Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Yeah. Plays Scrooge. God, <laughs> I can't believe that, that that was your pull for Michael Caine. We just spent like fucking 10 minutes talking about the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises earlier. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you went back to the Italian job to bring up Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to there because I get it from um, from the the the... The the walk. What is that movie called? The it's now a film series. Oh, the a trip. The, the trip. trip. Yeah, the trip. Yeah. I was like the walk to With Spain. Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Um, they do when they do their Michael Caine impressions. Caines, yeah. They they do. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off, and she yeah. was only sixteen. Yeah. And she was only sixteen. They, I think they bring in the Dark Knight in the sequel, but it's yeah. they they go back to the classics. Sure. Um. Well, in the sequel, they also have their their Bond off. Yeah, they do. You know, bonds. you know, don't they do dueling Brandos at one point too? Probably. I still haven't seen the trip to Spain. That's the third. I one. haven't seen it either. Hmm. I haven't seen the second one. Whatever it is, I like the second one. The uh, trip to Italy. Whatever. Um, 
You know what I say when I'm trying to remember who Michael Caine is? What do you say? Austin Powers' dad. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 I haven't thought about that scene in decades. That scene is in the whole movie. I know, but there's there's the one scene where where it's like the the babies or whatever. That Scott Ackerman famously played young young Michael Caine. The back of young Michael Caine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, That's wild. Yeah. Uh, The great Muppet Caper. Caper. Yes. Now this, the Great Muppet Caper, more like the Great Muppet Caper. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. good movie. Yeah, it really is. Um, really great use of Muppets here. Yes. the The film itself is a meta narrative, mm-hmm. which is so cool. It's so it works so well. Where the film is them making a film. Yeah. 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 Because the, we have the the, the Muppet movie, mm-hmm. which introduces us to the Muppets mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. So what are they doing on their second? And the Muppets, the films. you know, the the, the 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 first level of Muppet canon yeah. is that they are entertainers. Yes. So it makes sense that they are making a movie. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, in a way, this is like a, it's a canonical sequel to the Muppet movie, but it also contains an, a, 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 a whole other narrative within. Mm-hmm. It contains a caper. Yes. <laughs> in which uh, Kermit and Fozzie are twins. <laughs> <laughs> this is an extremely good running joke. <laughs> picture of their dad is so funny <laughs> it's like a green fozzy with like kermit eyes <laughs> it's yeah. so funny oh god thank god yeah the perfect callback too so at the start of the movie they're saying that they're twins and the mm-hmm. newspaper editor says i don't see it and he says well, oh fozzy has to wear his hat yeah and then later in the movie when Kermit is just sat on a bench, and a little girl says, "Look, Daddy, a bear." And she says, "No, Christine, that's a frog. Bears wear hats." Yeah. God, that's fucking good. It's really good. Um, they also they go to um, Britain, London. Yes. And uh, there's a great gag too, where Fozzie doesn't understand that Great Britain is is the UK, is London. Like he he's just like, "Great, we'll never get there." Yeah. <laughs> Um, lots of I can't remember all the the people, but they do a lot of cameos. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of British cameos. You know, who's a great not British cameo. Peter Falk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to talk about Peter Falk. <laughs> it's like, well, and then okay, this was... Peter Fox cameo takes like three turns, and they're all funnier than the last. It's so fucking yeah. good. And then he doesn't do the. Is this before Columbo? Well, the weird thing is he's dressed exactly like Columbo, and he has a cigar like Columbo has. Well, and then also before he leaves, he says not one more thing, but another thing. This was after Columbo, by the way. It's like it's so weird. Yeah, and he's also like he's dressed as Columbo, and he's he, he's not Columbo. Though. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Just not doing a Columbo bit, which is extremely funny. He he. I think that one that part is really funny too because it really takes the what we expect of a narrative. Yeah. Where someone will come in, understand all of Kermit's problems, and say exactly the right thing to help him. And he just says a bunch of wrong <laughs> bullshit. Well, it's clearly stuff that happened to him. And it's also <laughs> it's also clearly he's not part of the movie. I like the, the then the twist is that he's not part of the movie <laughs> yes. they're making because Kermit's like, We're trying to make a movie here, you need to leave. <laughs> it's really funny. And then when he, he tries to sell him bootleg watches and yeah. Kermit says no, he gets home and he says, Movie stars. <laughs> God, it's so fucking funny. Um, and then the the John Cleese cameo is really interesting. Yes, uh, because I remember this this scene very well from my childhood, where it's so funny uh-huh. that this British couple is just and the she's talking about whatever. Yeah, the weather. And, yeah, the oh, weather. It was disappointing today. And, and it was disappointing yesterday. And she's like, "What was that noise?" And he's like, "Oh, a, a pig on the yeah <laughs> <laughs> climbing up the side of the building." Yeah, and they just continue talking. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, 
And then the other crazy thing I think about the John Cleese cameo is they aged him up. Yeah. They gave him gray hair. Yeah. They made him look older to match the woman that he's in the scene with. I can't remember yeah. her name. Yeah. But she was a famous British ax- famous. actress. Yeah. Famous. <laughs> that was some Steve cutting in. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, uh, it, that they would, wanted... Steve only appeared in the pre-show, by the way. So listeners don't know what the hell you just meant by Steve. <laughs> I took a, I did have to take a beat where I went. Oh, that was pre-show. They probably maybe thought you meant Steve Coogan yeah. doing his Sean Connery. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Unless you listen to the pre-show. Retcon. It was Steve Coogan in the pre-show. <laughs> it probably was. Uh-huh. Um, that's really funny. I think now. You may be thinking to yourself, yeah, this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. How does it even tie into this minute? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even care. I was just so happy to be watching <laughs> The Great Muppet, Muppet Caper. I, I didn't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. I um I struggled pairing a movie with this minute. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that this movie just exudes the energy of a Muppets bit, of a Muppet, of Muppet jokes, of mu- mu- Muppetism. Yeah. Muppetry uh, and and Great Muppet Caper, they have uh, another running gag is the hotel that they're staying in. Yeah, is run down and really bad. Yeah, and I just think the great joke give, there is uh, how how would you like to pay cash, credit, or sneak out in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> they say oh, we'll take the third one. They, yeah, very popular, popular option. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a hotel. So yeah. I had the hotel connection. Yeah, sure, there is the hotel connection. Um, I liked, you know, the, uh, Dunstan hiding under the room service car is very. I can't. I don't think that specifically happens in the Great Muppet Caper. Mm-hmm. It's very Muppet esque. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, even the the reveal when uh, later in the minute we haven't even gotten there yet. They open the cart and Dunstan's not there. Yeah, that feels very Muppety. That just feels very movie to me. Yeah, but the thing with the canes feels very Muppety to me. Yes, yeah. that is also very weirdly. It that bit feels like it doesn't belong in Dunstan. Yeah. It does not. It's too good for Dunstan. It's too good for Dunstan. <laughs> yeah. And Lord Rutledge hasn't been set up as like a showman or like a goofy yeah. guy. I mean, he was in the circus, maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this that maneuver from him, it it almost seems like he would do that to make Kyle trust him or like him more. But right from the outset, he was being mean to Kyle. Uh, I don't think he would do it to make Kyle trust or like him more. I think he would. He would just be doing it to amuse himself i get, i mean that's that's the what it is yeah. in the film he's just feeling himself <laughs> he's just really feeling good about it yeah um but yeah so that feels very muppet-esque to me yeah so that this just whole it, it exudes muppet energy that's yeah. all i can say can i ask a question to you about mm. kermit t frog yeah a lot okay well first we need to establish something sure can we both agree that there's a lot of people in the world that want to date kermit the frog yeah and it's a weird thing, too, where I wouldn't say people are necessarily lusting after Kermit the Frog. I don't think people are horny for Kermit. I think they just think he'd be a nice boyfriend. Some people are. Some people are, for yeah. sure. But the, I think the more mainstream bulk of it is people who just think Kermit would be a nice boyfriend. Yeah. Do you think these people would still want to date Kermit if he was just, like, an accountant? If the Muppets, like, weren't a thing, but he- Somehow he just exists in the world. He's just like a guy that exists in the world. Now, I mean, you're tapping into uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Doesn't sort of. he? Doesn't he become an accountant by accident in that one? Oh, I, I, I don't recall. In Muppets Take I've Manhattan, I've seen the film, but it's been a while. I remember not liking Muppets Take Manhattan, and mm-hmm. I I watched it like five years ago to kind of like refresh. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not as bad as I remember, but I really don't like amnesia plot lines, and that's the movie. Sure, Kermit hits his head, forgets who he is, falls in with a group of frogs that work at a nameless office like i think they're accountants yeah and he wears a little suit and he like types at a little t- 
typewriter or something. I guess what I'm trying to get across is if he wasn't a movie character, if he was just a guy in the world. Because I think a lot of what makes Kermit appealing as a boyfriend is that we he's extremely easy to empathize with. Mm. And I don't think we necessarily think about what it would actually be like to interact with him in real life. I mean, I... <laughs> I think interacting with Kermit in real life, I think Kermit, he follows his passions. It's true. I think that's what, what that draws what people if, to him as well. Okay. But what if his passion was just something like accounting? It doesn't have to be accounting. I'm just, that's just my I, filler for like a normal job. I, so you're saying that. Without the romance of him being a movie star. And you're not even saying movie star in our way. Movie star in his own world. Yes. It, within the canon of the Muppets, he is a movie star. Yeah. Or at least a TV star. Yeah. Uh, who tries to make the jump to movies every couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Uh, and yet, ironically, I would say now has an easier time getting movies made than TV shows made. This is true. This is very true. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. I think the movie star aspect is a big part of it as okay. well. Okay. Because I, I, I think that ties into that he is in charge of the Muppets. Sure. He's their leader. Yeah. I think people like a leader. Sure. People like somebody who's who he has a bit of a scrappy quality to him mm-hmm. where every everything's falling around around him and he's just like, Come on, we gotta do the show. Yeah. That's, All right. I think that's a good quality. Okay. I think even if he was an accountant, you know He'd have that quality. He'd still. have that quality as well. He'd be the he'd be uh he'd be the one like remember on Parks and Rec when Ben Wyatt kept turning down that job but they all like loved him? Yeah. He'd be he'd be like the Ben Wyatt from a universe that took that job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even think of Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt is a very Kermit-like figure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, you've hit on something here. Well, okay. So I guess I guess my real question is: Yeah. If you lived in the world of Parks and Rec, would you want to date Ben Wyatt if he was a felt frog? <laughs> I think the answer would still be yes for okay. many people. Okay. Okay. I think. Okay. I think that's the thing. <laughs> I really do. Wow, that that really went <laughs> off the rails in a way I wasn't expecting. I'm sorry. Um, I had halfway forgotten uh, since my last watch of this movie that that the the thief mm-hmm. uh, does the thief ever get a title? They just call it, they just say the thief. Um, they don't have a fun title for him, right? For He's the not. for the boy, the man, for the man thief. Uh, he has a. I actually took a screenshot. It's on my. I have to find it on my computer. Where I took a screenshot okay. because we see his door at one point. Oh right! And it says like Nikki irredeemable parasite or something. <laughs> on it. I I wasn't talking about a like a man. I meant like in the paper. I, I oh, can't remember yeah, if they called him know. like the whatever jewel thief. I don't know. Um, he is the brother of the woman that he's stealing from. Yeah. And then even at the end, they're like, "Why did you do it?" And he's just like, oh, "I just wanted to." <laughs> like well, he, he, said, just, he didn't say, "I'm the I was back I'm the bad guy in the movie." Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, "That's just what I am." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is really really good. I also really enjoy when, um, oh God, what is her name? The, the the woman who plays the the sister, the one with the jewels in the fashion company, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. Yeah. <laughs> that was my, my that blank look on my face. That was just my brain. Files. That was my brain processing because I knew I could get there. I knew I knew who she was. I knew I would I, get there in I time. I think I knew her Game of Thrones character name before. Wow, you before, didn't even think of her as Tracy Bond. Game of Thrones. No, I'm okay, sorry. Oh, Teresa Bond, really, but she went by Tracy. Yeah, I don't remember her maiden name. I'm sorry. Uh, it was Italian, right? Because wasn't her dad the mob man? Sure. Uh, so where there's a part where she's talking about her brother to Miss Piggy, mm-hmm. and Miss Piggy's like, "Why are you telling me all this?" And she's like, "It's exposition. It has to go somewhere." Yeah, <laughs> it's like the way that this movie is meta is very funny. Yeah, 
and it's it's in a way that is like at the time I think easy to follow. Yeah. I think now you look at modern films that are meta and they're just exhausting. So meta. Yeah. They're they're up and down and left and right and you have to like go and read a book to figure out what the hell they're actually trying to say. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I I like that a lot. It's a very fun. The Great Muppet Caper. One of the greatest. <laughs> you gave a real concerned look to your television which is showing a, just a, a still image of the film, and it is Dunstan's paw reaching up and taking the sandwich. Well, the reason why I gave the concerned image because it's like this is a shot where we only see Dunstan's arm, so it would seem like an easy shot for them to use a fake. Yeah. But there, no human hand is shaped like that. No, I'm pretty sure this is a this is a real Samson. This is Sam. Sammy. Yeah, this is a real deal. Uh, yeah. Are we done with Muppet? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Everyone should check it out. It's re- it fucking holds the hell it up. It really does hold up, too. Uh, so after Lord Rutledge does his little cane head turn combo, mm-hmm. he shouts, Broom service? In a way that sounds very much to me like he's saying, Broom service. Yeah, very odd. Uh, hey, don't so th- jump that way, Nucky. Don't <laughs> jump right where the, <laughs> the power cord is for the recorder. <laughs> great. That'd be great. <laughs> I saw him thinking about it. I had to swoop in. Yeah. So then he dramatically lifts up the curtain of the cart. The sheet. Tablecloth. There it is. <laughs> the sheet for a table is called a tablecloth. I. It well, That was one million times harder than remembering Diana Riggs' name. <laughs> um, so he lifts it up. And then so does Kyle, kind of after him, though. Yeah. And this is where it is revealed the cart is empty. Dunstan, who was there, we saw him there. He did a sneak. He has snuck off. Yeah. Um, Do you ever ever encounter one of those people who's like, actually, it sneaked? What the hell? No. Here's the thing. Both are acceptable. Yeah. But for a a while, there was a lot there. That was like a that was like a common thing on the on the Internet. I'd be like, Mm. um, snuck's not a word. It's sneaked. I'm really over, you know, grammatical purism. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. It's really (laughs) I'm over it. Yeah. Just, you know, words exist. Yeah. They're out there. It's I mean, it's almost always you like racist or or transphobic or something well, like it's there's no good yeah. reason to correct someone's there's, grammar there's gatekeeping involved yeah. that i just don't care for yeah uh like that's the only reason to ever offer a suggestion of correction for grammar is if you genuinely can't understand the other person yes yes of course that that's that's really it yeah i think and i think people people should care and study words yeah I love and even if you can't understand that. the other person you shouldn't be like correcting them you should be yeah. like hey i'm trying i don't want to know what you're saying yeah uh, so he sneaked off. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where Lord Rutledge says to Kyle, mm-hmm. "We must have a little talk later." And then he winks. Don't say that to a kid when you're an adult. And also, I don't. I also don't understand why he wants to talk with him later. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. Why not now? Yeah. Why not now? Yeah. I I understand. I mean, is he trying to catch him with Dunstan? I think so. But it's also like he knows that Dunstan was there. He has he has some knowledge of it somehow. Yeah. He saw them shake hands, right? And before they fell down the the rabbit hole. Yeah. And so he knows that this kid and Dunstan are now in league together. Yeah. Uh, or he at least knows that this kid has seen Dunstan last. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he 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 unlike the guy who passes by and says, "Hey, Kyle." Yeah. He senses that Kyle pushing this card is suspicious. Yes. Uh, so it's just very odd. Uh, then 
the elevator dings behind Lord Rutledge, which I thought if a better, you know, a more fine-tuned edit, the wink would occur with the ding. I agree with that. Yeah, and instead we get wink, then ding. Wink, ding. Then minutes over. You know, that's my favorite font, wink, dings. Wink, ding. <laughs> Love the wink, dings. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try and do a joke of spelling a word in in wingdings. Yeah, that's uh, you can't do that orally. No, because it's like church bell bat <laughs> upside down chair. Like yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. how do you even? What I, was that for? Uh, I think that this was before you could put images, so they made a font that was images. Interesting, right? So because some of some of wingdings, yeah. Aren't they like alternate uh, punctuation? I don't think that's true. I thought some of the wingdings were were punctuation that does not make it to a keyboard, but people sometimes still need to use, like a copyright symbol. I'm looking at the wingdings. Uh, oh, you know what? I tell you, one of them is there. The, I do see an at sign. In, oh no, it's, that's what the alternative for the at sign is. Okay, never mind. Um, there's like uh, astrology signs. All right. Any time of that. One of them is just a hand. Yeah. Um. We got airplane. Mm-hmm. We got the yin yang symbol. Is there a bat in there? Did I get that right? Mm, I'm not seeing a bat or a church bell. I see a bomb. But there was a church bell, like a big bell, like a Liberty Bell. Uh. So with a crack in it. Uh. Well, I don't know if it would have a crack in it. These are very. These are like. These are very much like proto emojis. I would say. Like yeah. there's there's fingers pointing. Yeah. There's peace sign. And that was the purpose. There's thumbs of up, them. thumbs down. Yeah, I think they were just proto emojis, uh-huh. but I don't see anything that's like actually would be like useful and like official. Like, there's no copyright signal or anything. Do like you that. um do you believe that Abe Lincoln did the first emoticon? Yes. Cool. I also believe that he played the first video game because he liked a a progenitor of pinball. God, I love that. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. Um, that's the end of the minute. Bye. No plugs first. Oh, the next movie. What movie next? What, what are you paired with Minute 43? I have to look at the document because I don't remember. Did you feel? I didn't even, I haven't looked at the document in days. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's Spooky September. Oh, Or Spooky okay. Summer, excuse me. You had a real, well, it's going to reach into September, I think. <laughs> <laughs> September's part of summer for most of it. Because we're near the end of July at this point. That's true. Uh, spooky Summer. R- S- spooky Summer will kick off in earnest next week. Yeah. With, are you ready? I've paired minute. I'm so scared. I've paired minute. <laughs> you know, I I'm a, I get spooked. <laughs> minute forty three will be paired with a little movie entitled "Drag Me to Hell." Oh no! <laughs> oh, you're really trying to scare me. I honestly, that was not even a thought of mine. I just I like that movie a lot, and wow. I felt it tied to the minute. I I'll admit right now, never seen it. I like it a lot. Okay. All right, I'm ready to be spooked. Yeah, ready. I'm. I'm, get, I'm like getting ready right now, even though I'm gonna not watch it in in any immediate time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, straight up, my next three picks are horror movies. Sorry. Okay. Well, at least I intersperse it with I think comedies. I'm gonna say you intersperse it with something far more shaking to me than any than any of the horror movies I picked. I'm looking at one of your picks here, and I can't tell you how hard I'm thinking about using my veto on that one. <laughs> Maybe that's tactical. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I have... Well, reminder, I do have two vetoes I as know. a result of winning a bet. I have, I'll, I'll tell you a peek behind the curtain. Whenever I, I choose, I, I always have to make a list, and then I choose what I think is best. Yeah. Sometimes I choose 
something I want you to veto. <laughs> sometimes you choose sometimes veto. Bait. I want, Wait. I, I'm, sometimes I'm veto baiting you. But okay, so that means that some of the movies we have watched in the past have been veto bait. Yeah, I thought you were going to veto Escape from Tomorrow. <laughs> I should have. I should have. One of my biggest regrets Straight in up, life is I, I thought I should have. When I told you I had the alternate was a good, a very good movie that we both enjoy. <laughs> what was the alternate? Who Framed that? Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, we would have had such a good time. And instead I watched, I reconfirmed I made that you, is my least favorite movie of all time. I made you rewatch a well, film okay, that you that. hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll have to see. That, yeah. that isn't saying that all of the alternates are especially good, <laughs> yeah. but you know, some sometimes you got to get an odious one out there. Yeah, I I am shocked and offended. By the way, I have not once used veto bait. <laughs> sometimes you got to play the game. <laughs> oh wow! Anyway, next week we'll be talking about Drag Me to Hell. Great. Uh, all right. So, if you like listening to me on podcasts, mm-hmm. you should check mm-hmm. out Nothing New, a remake podcast, uh, where it's me and Justin Kizan talking about remakes every month. This month, we're talking about X-Men, The Last Stand, and Dark Phoenix. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was a rough one. Yeah. We, we have a very um, uh, special guest, Patrick Willems. Uh, mm. uh, of, he's, he's kind of famous on YouTube, and he has other podcasts as well. Yeah. He's doing a Keanu podcast right now, oh. which that sounds great. That sounds like a real fun time. Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, he he did a really good YouTube video about uh, he did a couple about the X Men. He did he made a, a a thing called "What If Wes Anderson Directed the X Men." Oh. Very funny, very good. I think I've seen that actually. Yeah, it's 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 very mm-hmm. good. So it was a pleasure to talk X Men with him. Yeah, uh, because he, that made it a little more pal- palatable. <laughs> it's it a rough one, but yeah. but check it out because you know what? Sometimes remakes are dressed up as new movies, but they're actually just the same yeah. fucking thing. Um and then uh, Sometimes they're worse than the movie that people already hated. Yeah. Benvnetwork.com slash nothing new. And then uh my other show is it's on my list. It's on my list. God, I hope your roommates are not. I home. really I really went wild with that one. <laughs> God, you're just really <laughs> getting the neighborhood going. Um uh it's on my list every month. It's me and, and a group of friends. We talk about movies that are on our lists or other people's lists. Uh, I think at the time that this is coming out, Singing in the Rain will be the most recent episode. Have you seen Singing in the Rain? Yes. Yeah. Most people have. Uh, but two, at least two people in our panel have not. So <laughs> listen to that. Great. Check that out. Uh, and that's it. It's on minuspod.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. Um, hey, what, uh, wh- hey, what do, uh, what do Sean Connery and Pernilla August have in common? I have no idea. It's Shmi. I, what's Pernilla August? What are you saying? She played Shmi Skywalker. Oh, boy. So Sean Connery might say, it's Shmi, uh-huh. as a way of saying it's me with his voice. And <laughs> she is Shmi Skywalker, so it's Shmi. I, I, is this your way of introducing uh, the Sean Connery Star Wars crossover podcast that you're doing? That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. We um. only talk about Zardoz. Um <laughs> No, I do a podcast. I do it. Hey, if you like listening to me and also that guy, Justin Keyson that Andrew was talking about, and also a third person named Victor Perfecto, we all have a podcast where we talk about Godzilla together. It's called Go Go Godzilla. And basically what we do is we we are running down all of the Godzilla movies and just giving you a little a little looksy pooksy at how they were how and why they were made. Can you run that what was that? Looksy pooksy. Looksy Pooksy? A little looksy pooksy. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll give that a look at, at how and why they were made. Uh-huh. Um, we're very excited. We are like a sort of series overview episode is up now. Coming soon will be our episode about Godzilla 1954. Um, so check that out. Go, go Godzilla. It's at uh, BenvyNetwork.com slash Godzilla or on your favorite pod time. Pod time? Yep. Cool. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell us which Muppet you would most like to date. Okay. And why you think they would be a good partner. Okay. And a good parent to your children. And guess what? They they come with kids. And and if you're someone who doesn't want kids, like I am, you know, sometimes sometimes you roll the dice and you get snake eyes and you're suddenly raising Rolf's kids. I don't <laughs> think that would be too bad. <laughs> no. Um what was the other thing? Patreon? The part where Rolf barks at the dogs is real funny, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. We got to <laughs> highlight that moment. Um, what? Patreon.com slash Dunstan checks men? Yep. <laughs> I know we were saying it wrong for a long time. Yes, we were. It was, it was, you know, we, it's we, a is, we is a strong word to use there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on YouTube, uh, you know, go check us. You have to search for Dunstan checks men on YouTube. Yeah. If you're uh, looking for like a, a just regular trailer to the prestige stuff, that's not what you're looking for. No, <laughs> fuck you. That's not what I'm looking for. The uh, <laughs> the uh, I will say if we want a custom URL on YouTube, we need a hundred subscribers. A custom URL. Yeah. So I would like a custom URL. So if you're listening to this, please subscribe to us on YouTube. You if won't regret it. Once a week, you get a funny, stupid little video. Alternatively. Yeah. If your name is Earl. Yeah. Get a Dunstan Checks Men tattoo because then we will ha- we will we'll have, have a, a custom, custom Earl. Earl. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, in order to fulfill the, it doesn't necessarily need to be a tattoo. Just any kind of body modification really, I think, qualifies you as a custom Earl. But uh, the thing is, it has to be our custom Earl, so we have to suggest suggest yeah yeah the modification yeah. So just if you're, we know an Earl. We do. <laughs> we could, I don't think he'd be down to do this. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. I think he, he would like to act. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we can get it somewhere the cameras won't see. That's true. <laughs> um, so you had proposed a new sign-off. That could just be like a shin, you know? Or shin, Last a week. thigh. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be somewhere that, you know. Yeah. This is true. Do you remember the new sign-off you proposed Absolutely not. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I don't remember what it was either. <laughs> you were like, I have this new sign-off. I want to test it out. You're like, I'll say the first part, and then you say the what we normally say. And then you fucked up the sign-off. <laughs> I fucked up. I do remember that. And I still said the second part because I thought it was really funny that you fucked it up. <laughs> and I don't remember what it is it was something, at all. It was something like... Um, like like the titular Dunstan or, or, or something. It was something because it was a play on the name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. We'd have to re-listen. Uh, hey, if, if people in the Discord who listen to this show, at me in the Discord, mention me. Do this in – what channel did this go in? Should we create a channel for when we ask uh, listeners of the show to t- tell us things? Yeah, I think we should call that channel show notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So we, by the time this drops, that channel will exist, mm-hmm. and I want you to at uh, me, or or yeah, me or Andrew. Yeah, mostly me. One of us. And tell me what my proposed sign off was. Couldn't they add? Because I have. A, isn't there a title to I add? Remember like it mods being, or something? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I think you and I both have different titles because we wanted to be different colors. This is true. I think my title is HBIC, and I think yours is something else. I think I'm just closed. <laughs>
until next week, we're checking out. <laughs>